Stampede. Garner is into 146, recorded 7 3 2022. If you expect normalcy to return, you're sadly mistaken. Of course, if you're willing to live with two million people incarcerated in this country, 
16,000 murders each year, and who knows how many assaults and robberies? Well, then you're living with the normalcy. In fact, the inflation you've been noticing isn't going to disappear soon. You might even say it's entrenched and could be getting a lot worse. If climate change is real and that it exists, then the truth about inflation isn't that it's transitory. In fact, we're in for some big surprises. One thing is certain. In the natural world, nothing ever lasts forever. Things are constantly changing, and there's lots of evidence to prove that. If that's what's coming, its meaning will be felt for every living thing. Recently in Kansas, thousands of cattle died all at once. A tragic video showing several thousand dead lining a road. Officials have claimed it was a form of heat exhaustion, brought on by daytime heat of above 100 degrees. And then at night, instead of lowering temperatures, the heat persisted. I don't know if killing thousands of cattle all at once can be attributed to heat exhaustion, but if true, several thousand cattle aren't the only tragic videos we'll be seeing. Of course, climate change is being attributed to the burning of fossil fuels, but that may not be the sole reason. The melting of ice in the Arctic Sea may have occurred before, when there never was anything like a combustible engine. According to geologists, the Mojave Desert in California, parts of Nevada and Arizona was under shallow water during its formation millions of years ago. Things have always been changing, and no matter how smart we like to think we are, we can't stop the forces that have shaped the world we live in. We may affect our climate by human activity, but we can't stop it.
forgive me if I sound cynical about our future. It may be the shortages we've been experiencing are nothing more than contrived strategies to keep profits rolling in. The burning of fossil fuels causing climate change is nothing more than an attempt to make oil companies see bigger profits. If you think electric cars costing $65,000 is going to slow down inflation, you've got it all wrong. You try to stop the use of oil or gas in this country, causing the gas stations to go out of business. Well, you're going to find gasoline selling at $10 a gallon. And that gallon of milk you were planning to buy at the supermarket costing $7. I'm not a supporter of big oil companies. In fact, if I had my way, I'd bring back the horse for transportation. I'm a way back individual because I don't like what I've been seeing in the present. And I sure don't like what we've been promised for the future. No, it used to be the criminal organizations used illegal and unethical means of squeezing money out of the general public. In fact, the old concept of criminal families controlling what were called the rackets has shifted. If you want to be protected from being indicted as a leader of a crime syndicate, you simply get yourself elected to the U.S. Congress for 40 years. Then you've got real power. Even criminal power to support a family syndicate designed to fulfill the aspirations of any crime boss for running labor contracts, prostitution, drug trafficking, extortions, the distribution of payoffs to judges and cops, the food industry, the construction industry, and the garbage pickup of a city like New York. No, the old crime families of New York City have nothing compared to a congressional member of Congress elected to office for 40 years. It's no coincidence that a member of Congress could become rich in the real estate business, owning everything from office buildings to a winery through political influence.
You see, if you have control of power, you can influence the press to write glowing stories about your political career. It first starts small with an interview of a congresswoman with her real estate husband and their large family eating a Thanksgiving dinner in their fashionable house. They're thankful for the bounty this country offers. But outside of that family home are increases in the number of homeless people showing up on the streets of her district. But that's nothing to worry about. The press is manipulated into writing stories about how the price of living in her district is keeping people happy. Business is good. They don't want to rock the boat while the American dream keeps steaming along. If you have political clout, like being a member of Congress, and the economy still is booming, well, the real estate market in a state like California guarantees a way to become rich. And why not? Because you can walk into a bank And if you're the husband of a congresswoman, if you want 500000 to pick up that five-bedroom house for one of your kids, and the banker just smiles and says, why not make it a million? Get another one down the street. And by the way, during the last recession, an office building went on the market And you can buy that real cheap. You could pick it up for pennies on the dollar. We'll give you a line of credit forever. That's how you become rich, being the husband of a congresswoman. But all the time, things keep suggesting something isn't right. A larger number of people in her district start showing up living on the streets with drug addicts and prostitutes being seen in lots of places. But that's not the problem, because the economy is still rolling along and real estate can only keep going up. Hell, with political clout, you can build an empire in America. You just have to know the right people.
When measuring the qualities of someone running for a seat in the U.S. Congress, it's important to get a sense of the candidate's temperament. One thing about a person who has managed to be reelected to the House of Representatives for 40 years, you have to believe that person has ambition. In fact, retaining a congressional seat for that length of time means you have to be ruthless towards opponents and have an uninhibited desire to control what you want done, especially by the people who work for you. People who have been in power that long have certain personality traits that allow them to be reelected. Now, if you have unbridled ambitions, are ruthless, and are filled with an overwhelming desire to control everything, you're right for the job. Of course, those qualities exist in other professions as well, but most pronounced in long-standing politicians. However, personality isn't the only thing that gets you re-elected. You have to build a network of obligations from your constituency. And what do I mean by that? Well, you have to help to get everyone from dog catcher to sheriffs to county clerks, judges, police officers, garbage collectors, and just about anyone to find employment with the government. In other words, you have to build a machine, a political machine of people that have acquired a government job and owe their allegiance to the person who helped them to get their employment. Yeah, if you have ambition, it doesn't mean squat. If you don't have a machine to back you when it comes time for an election. Usually, if you have human qualities like ambition, ruthlessness, and a desire to control everything, you can be in the entertainment industry. And you usually end up on a couch talking to a therapist, a psychologist, or even a psychiatrist. They perform an important function in keeping people sane in Hollywood. But old-time politicians often rely on people in the clergy, seeking relief by confessions, relieving them of their guilt.
true sociopath has no sense of guilt. They're individuals who have no internal constraints. They commit violent acts and may even enjoy what they do to others. Oftentimes, people who attain power but who do not work for the benefit of the people may commit crimes against humanity. Some individuals who have been in power may also be described as sociopaths and may be capable of committing horrendous crimes against society. Some people in political life may use their power inappropriately, knowing full well they have done something wrong. They may make decisions that affect the lives of thousands of people, because as politicians, they're forced to make compromises, to pass laws, laws they don't necessarily agree with. Now, if you do something that you know is wrong, and you still are forced to do it, you may have strong feelings of guilt. Usually, people who have those issues seek help to resolve those feelings. They aren't true sociopaths because internally they know they have done something wrong and feel a need to absolve themselves of their guilt. In the Catholic Church, there is a process for people who believe in doing that. They can relieve their guilt. In secret confessions, they tell a member of the clergy what they have done. I'm not a Catholic, although I attended a Christmas Mass inside the Basilica in Rome and was overwhelmed by its artistic effect. So I can understand that the meaning of Catholicism can be a powerful influence over one's own life such as doctrines of the Catholic Church prohibiting a woman from having an abortion or using contraception. As I said, I'm not a Catholic, but I believe an individual has a right to self-determination. I also see the moral question. Nancy Pelosi, the Speaker of the House, publicly admits to deep religious convictions even though she believes in the right of a woman to choose to have an abortion. Her bishop has told her she can no longer accept communion because the Catholic Church says abortion is murder. Preventing acceptance of guilt can lead to one's own insanity.
This week on Garner Isn't, you first heard Jeff Lynn and the Electric Light Orchestra, The Showdown. Then from the movie Blood Diamond, a James Newton Howard composition, London. Followed by another work by Howard for the movie The Born Legacy, The Legacy. Then from Richard Robbins for the movie Plaz Vendôme, then a cut from Max Steiner for the John Huston classic 1948 movie The Treasure of Sierra Madre. To close, a repeat, a cut from Lynn's showdown. My apologies for last week's misquoting. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Stampede, written and performed by Edward Garner in Morro Bay and Paso Robles, California.